0: what up nerds and welcome to tales from the short box the once weekly wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics uh my name is adam sheehan and i'm here as i always am with sean bertie what up casey crawford hello and rj white heyo As a courtesy, I want to remind everyone that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're gonna gonna spoil them for you. I'll give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story today is Ultra Mega by James Heron and David Stewart.
1: Yay! Yeah. (laughs) Exciting stuff, this Ultra Mega. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. It's Sunday morning because we can't get it together this week. Well, we started Sunday morning. Now it's the afternoon. Yeah,
2: it is. It is
0: three o'clock. We don't know
1: how to get our shit together. (laughs) You know, it's morning somewhere for someone.
0: I suppose. It's
1: morning depending on what time you woke up, I guess.
0: Yeah, morning is relative. I I keep trying to remind people that. Like, I used to be in a band with this guy that would get up at, like, four in the morning every day for work and if i complained like oh man i had to wake up an hour early for work today he's like oh what's an hour early for you seven o'clock it's like yeah but like imagine you waking up at 3 30 that's what i'm feeling right now <laughs>
1: yeah everyone it's, it's, it's ever like n- not
0: all of us get up in the middle of the night to go to work you know
3: <laughs> not all of us are werewolves Job isn't-
1: <laughs> yeah are you a vampire jesus <laughs> It's it's been like I don't know what, uh, what, six months or so that I've had this uh this dumb dog of mine that I adopted love him to death but uh it's been taken six months for him to learn that we don't wake up at six o'clock in the morning every single day just one day a week <laughs> and he, it's like without fail like six a.m. and also I have crazy neighbors so someone's probably like screaming their head off while it's still dark outside and he's just like all right let's go time to do the thing it's like oh my god i have four more hours to sleep what are you doing i thought you well, were he's, he, he, to werewolf.
0: He know he knows that it's only nope. one day a week he just doesn't know which day that is so yeah. every day he's like is it today
1: is it today it's today it's today whether you like it to be or not <laughs> i'm up
2: so you're up and fucking deal
0: with it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it oh, no and i'm
0: sure daylight savings made that so much better
1: oh yeah totally um yeah no it's He's getting better at it, but I also have to run him, like, at least a mile. Like, before recording this, I took him on a, like, two-mile run and then, like, a three-mile walk, and he still isn't tired. And it's just like, what are you made of? Like, <laughs> And
0: that is why I don't have a dog, because oh. my heart would explode after all
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I'm just going to fall asleep in the middle of this podcast. So if I, you know, if I stop talking for a little while, someone just check to make sure I'm still around.
0: All right. Done. So we'll send a wellness check over.
1: <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. do not, <laughs> do, do not send the cops to my door. I don't recommend. <laughs> no one will be happy about that.
2: <laughs>
1: I did that to my mom once because uh, she didn't answer the phone on like Mother's Day. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, no. No, she was just like, I was just busy. I'm like, on fucking Mother's Day?
0: Wait, you swatted your mom because she ghosted you on Mother's Day? (laughs)
1: Yeah, she was busy
2: talking to her other family, Casey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That secret family that she doesn't tell you about. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Still doing Mother's Day, but just, you know, not for you. Yeah. It wasn't your turn yet. I just like, like, what do you mean you're not free on Mother's Day? (laughs) Police no she
1: was home she just wasn't <laughs> looking at her phone so i sent i sent the cops over <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah of that's all people what, sent
2: the cops that's me I know, all people, that is
0: so uh, well,
1: i mean that's how paranoid i have to be to have no other options <laughs> I'm, I'm a thousand miles away and i think she's dead on mother's day i'm gonna have to do something
0: <laughs> they would kick fair. you out of the hell's angels for that casey so you know that <laughs>
1: I think today I would probably, you know, figure out some alternative to calling the police. But yeah, now, Hells it's a, Angels. now it's Duh. a threat that I, uh, if I knew any Hells Angels in Florida, I absolutely would. I trust yeah. them more than the cops. But um, I uh, yeah, no, that's now just a threat that I hold over her head permanently. It was just like, well, <laughs> answer your phone, or I'll call the cops on you again, <laughs> teach you a lesson. It's like oh, that whole like, you know, teaching your kids a lesson, but the other way around because I'm doing it to my mom.
0: Yeah, that's why you always, why leave, you a always leave a note.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everyone's week been? Just Fine. like the one before. Just just exactly the same. Pretty much. <laughs> to
0: avoid uh, bringing up an even longer conversation, I've been talking about this off mic, but um, I've been watching through all of the Marvel films in timeline order. Because you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing... And he's got nothing but time. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I mean, (laughs) I we just got past. We just finished um, Spider-Man: Homecoming last night. All
1: right. Yeah, I feel like if you're not on a deadline, yeah, that fun. That could be fun if you could like do one a week or something, and there's absolutely no like like schedule to keep up with. Yeah, we can
0: usually get through one uh, on a regular weekday and like two on a weekend day. Yeah. So like. You know, it's how many movies? Like thirty movies, and we, we like kept going like twenty three,
1: twenty. We kept going like,
0: oh, we're like halfway through, and they're like, no, we're not. We're on no, Winter Soldier, not. and like it, <laughs> you
1: were, you were halfway through in two thousand and ten. You were halfway through <laughs> <Yeah>. phase one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, like I, a couple of days ago, I was telling my friend, I was like, oh yeah, we're almost finished this uh this watch through. That I looked at where we were at the table. I was like, scratch that. We're like a third of the <laughs> way through this watch through.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, could be forget. that could be fun if you take your time and not Yeah, yeah if you if you're like obligated to do one a day, it'll become a chore and then you'll really hate it. Well, speaking of you-
0: which, you should go, y- y'all should go listen to True Believers because before True Believers became the True Believers podcast, they were Countdown to Infinity. Uh, and uh, right before uh, Infinity War came out, they they did an aggressive schedule of they watched and reviewed every single one of the movies leading up.
1: Oh, that's that a lot.
2: Make, like I get it doing it for the podcast that would make me hate all of them oh yeah <laughs> like, it would. like straight up like yeah you doing, have to have really
0: love what you're doing doing yeah. it
2: on a timeline like that like casey was saying like th- as much as i liked would like you know maybe sit down and catch one and just like oh i like this i would hate every one of those movies oh yeah <laughs> well that's <laughs> like like there was
1: a of. there was a minute where i was gonna be on this horror podcast that shall remain nameless because they the podcast would end up being longer than whatever horror movie they were talking about is <laughs> yeah. like three hours long and then like heavily researched and like really intense and like they're they're like funny dudes like it was fun to do but I'm just like I don't. You're going to ruin horror for me. I don't yeah. want to do research on all these. Like, the next movie we were going to do was Alien. And, 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 like, my buddy's like, all right, I have the 15-disc box set. Let's watch all the special features. And no. I'm just like, you get the fuck out of my house.
0: No. You're talking <laughs> to someone who talked about the first Ninja Turtles movie for somewhere in the ballpark of 80 hours.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's Adam's not a like, You're skill everyone wrong. can accomplish. Yeah, some right? people like, really enjoy it. Some people, yeah. like, honestly, like, you know, not to diminish the minute by minute. <laughs>
1: Kill me. I would, Throw yeah, me I, off a bridge. I would definitely <laughs> I not it. be able I to handle do that. <laughs> but like, I
2: appreciate that people do it and people love it, and that's awesome. Just not I something could, I could do.
1: I can listen to those episodes. I can listen yeah. to you do it. That's great. Yeah, but that, you you, you have to like, be the one doing the work. I can't do that work. Yeah, it's, it,
0: it's, <laughs> people, people love that format because someone else did all the work. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> I can't even... Just thinking about that i'd like, hate just, it like, so I, much yeah i would hate every it would take four to five minutes before i hated that movie and every second afterwards <laughs> we're, we're
0: we're about a quarter of the way through recording season three of turtles minute all um, oh, right and, and you Turtles love in movie. time you love that and movie, it's, right? it's turtles three and i'm just like oh my god i'd rather be doing anything else right if it wasn't if it wasn't for the the cast, on that show i would hate it it's just yeah. <laughs> we have such a great chemistry we have some of the best guest hosts that come on like we did a whole week's worth of episodes with the folks from bat minute and they were just like i think it was it was either john i forget if it was john or nile at the beginning was like hey we don't really want to talk about this movie so we're just going to kind of talk about whatever else we want to <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i am so happy at least late- y'all are here. Yeah, you don't
1: At be least rude they to your said guest.
2: that. Yeah. And you, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can't say no because you're guests. Like you can't be rude. Yeah. yeah. They can
1: just talk about whatever they want. Yeah, let them control the conversation. Yeah. Not- yeah.
0: It That's was great. it was a f- it's a they, fun batch of episodes. Scott really tried to podcast. keep it on the rails and we just didn't let him.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, you know, like if
0: if it wasn't for the people on that show, there's sure. no way I would want to want to do that show and i don't think there's any way anyone would really want to listen to that
1: honestly same with this show if it wasn't y'all and it was just a different set of nerds that like comic books a lot i would b- murder them already <laughs> it has to be a very specific set of people i talked to like that about it's like with, with like customers murdered
3: last week <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's like certain customers that i will be honest with and i'm just like yo fuck talking about comics with most people <laughs> like honestly it's the worst um but yeah there's there's uh, all of our listeners that i know personally are fucking great to talk to and you guys are great to talk to it's like i have a niche and and it's this, and I can't talk to anyone else.
0: I-, I feel like there's been some weeks, though, Casey, where you were on the edge of that cliff.
1: Oh yeah, no, I mean it's also my job, so that's when we—that's when we take a break, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> where you're like, uh, "Fuck you and fuck comics." It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fair. I understand. You know, that. there's just some weeks that are just worse than others.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not uh, always the comics, but you know, what? I'm gonna blame
1: them. Yeah, because they can't exactly. If I if I have to blame anyone, it's going to be the inanimate <laughs> objects that that are going to get mad at me. Yeah, they can't talk back, so they're perfect. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> s- speaking of comics, got it. Uh, speaking of the Ninja Turtles,
1: yeah, and this was a great week for comics. I don't hate them,
0: and it's a great week for for Ninja Turtles <laughs> because I
1: didn't
2: get to this one.
1: So tell me all about them.
0: We finally so Sophie Campbell teased this cover. Uh, this Who's is it uh, by. This is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 115. Uh, This is Sophie Campbell and Rhonda Patterson on colors. Um, So, Sophie teased this cover, like, what? Three months ago?
1: Like when she drew it, probably. Yeah, it was like three,
0: maybe four months ago, and every issue since I'm like, is it this one? No, it's not uh, this one. Yeah. Is it this one? No, it's not this one.
3: <laughs> you were even like, I liked last issue, but it wasn't that cover. It was like, yeah, because that cover was next issue. And you're like, oh. That's not what you wanted. Yeah, I'm like
0: Casey's dog trying to decide if today is the day you wake up at 6.15. <laughs>
2: This is an awesome cover.
1: Today is the day!
0: <laughs> but just, it, it, this cover, like, I could almost talk about this cover for 20 minutes, because like, her character designs are so different from anyone who's ever drawn these four characters. And first of all, uh, Razar actually looking like a dog is fucking fantastic, because he <laughs> never looks like a wolf. He always looks like some sort of something else and uh toka just shows off how badly sophie's wanted to do a gamera book all this time
1: That's <laughs> true it's, it's di- very apparent
0: but yeah these these character designs are great i also like uh her her rendition of bebop i oh, like yeah. how she does like the hair and stuff like he it's that
2: great. bebop looks like a dude i know you know what I mean? Like you know some like, cool dudes. I feel like I've met that dude. Like I don't. Just, oh, I like,
1: for sure met this yeah, dude. And I don't let him dude. in my house because he's gonna pee on my couch. I'm not saying he's my house, but I'm just saying.
2: True like, story. Like I feel like I've met this dude. I don't know. <laughs> just like the design, just feels very like. Like that's a dude I know. That's all. You know what I mean? Hopefully, he hasn't peed on your couch. Not my couch. Oh, he's an animal. No, I don't let just, him inside. Guys. Just mine. Yeah. <laughs> Just Casey's. Yeah, we go to Casey's house when we want people to be on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just bring all my people. Who yeah, I know yeah, but sure, but town. You can sleep it off, and then you know that's what I get for being nice. Yeah.
0: But t- but Token Razard have this like uh, this cuteness about them because they are like they're babies. They're babies.
1: They look so like,
2: like kids. Yeah.
0: They're, they're babies. They're 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 giant and have super strength, but they are still adorable. And yeah, I love absolutely.
1: that. Yeah, they they look very like. Like, exactly, like my stupid dog, like, excited, excited to play.
2: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like, I don't think you're playing the same kind of game we're all playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, there, there are moments... Well, so so the, the basic plot of this book is Toka and Rezar meet Bebop and Rocksteady. and that,
1: That's all you need to know.
0: Chaos ensues. So
1: <laughs>
0: what's funny about it is, like, Toka and Razor think they're playing.
1: Sure, absolutely. And
0: Bebop and Rox are like finally something stronger than us that we can really just fucking pound on. And there are moments where Token are like will cry because they're like, you're not playing very nice, and then get mad and then like <laughs> demolish two city blocks. And so the 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 turtles are all caught up in the in the in the fray, and what they're trying to do is get Karai on FaceTime, (laughs) so Karai can calm them down because they think Karai are their mother. (laughs) That's right. I like that
3: one of their attacks is a fastball special. Yeah. Mm,
2: That's great. Love it. That's impressive because they're both enormous. Right. Yeah, well, that's why (laughs) it's so effective. Yeah. It's like throwing a a boulder. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's mutant synergy. Yeah. It's um, so,
1: so I imagine effective. that it's it's a uh, Razar throwing Tuca. Does that is that how that's going? Yeah. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. W- yeah. Tucks into a little spiky ball.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna say they're so big that's just a, it's just very impressive.
0: That's all. <laughs> so so they, they calm down the babies by getting their mommy on the phone, which
2: <laughs> is That's fucking fantastic.
0: Fucking hysterical. And then they calm down Bebop and Rocksteady. By promising to settle this in a battle of the bands,
1: awesome. Because awesome. at
0: the end of the last issue, they it's had so kind awesome. of crashed the Kennel Club and started playing an impromptu set.
1: Yeah,
3: and oh, also yeah. Uh, Jenica not being in the band is one of the things that leads her to the dark timeline.
0: Right. So yeah. it's kind of a way to tie all that sh- all that shit together. Right, where yeah. like so question. now they now they have they they a, have to form a band otherwise. Bebop and Rocksteady will destroy the fucking city. Is um
2: Bebop and Rocksteady going to get vanilla ice to front their band? I would love
1: that. Dude, they would Actually, kill him. Uh,
0: vanilla ice is kind of a dick.
1: Uh let's get go- iced tea would be better. You'd just make it like body count. It'd be super sick. Jesus. Yeah, Vanilla, yeah that's Ice a <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Ice didn't I answer. Different vibe.
0: Vanilla Ice didn't answer our emails during season two of TMNT minutes. So
1: how you know. fucking dare he? Yeah, right. we'll get Ice T instead. He is a treasure. Okay,
2: so th- Ice T b- a la body count with bebop and rocksteady. That's a that's a terrifying band.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it is. I would be
2: legitimately scared. <laughs> 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 but it would be an awesome show
1: it would be amazing i'd buy that record i'd buy that ignorant ass record and wear the the like windbreaker oh man i'd love it wear the windbreaker
3: (laughs) (laughs) just go all in oh yeah Mm -hmm. there's also that really cool page of um jennica kind of like the all the possible future timelines like going in her brain yeah like it's it's really pretty. and like
0: all all of the players on the board in this like really great kind of last page splash page yeah where she finally goes like all right fine let's <laughs> yeah, find right. some I, people who can play
1: I guess I am part of reality I am yeah. I do exist and and my presence matters fine like you can't just disassociate the whole time Jenica <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I I th- I mean I can't say enough good things about this book this is ha- having Sophie. Taking the wheel has been the best thing that's happened to this series, I think. It's so
1: good. Mm-hmm. I've been like trying to get so many people that have never read TMNT to just start with Jenica's run at like 101 or not Jenica. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Sophie's> <laughs> you know what run. I mean? Just yeah. start with Sophie's run at, at issue 101 and it's and it's so good. Like it it's consistently amazing. Like so good.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, I mean I can't recommend this book enough. I I, I know. Uh, I know we try to to focus on jumping on points with new stuff, and I know this is episode one fifteen of a book, but I. It's worth going back to at least issue one hundred and picking it up because it's it's perfect. I
1: I, I think that. I think one hundred one is a great jumping on point. One hundred isn't because it's like that's, the that's end the of a finale. big epic thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, is that is that trade out yet? That it is. first like ten or so issues.
1: Yeah! 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 Yeah, it's uh, so it's uh, called uh, like after... The, I think it's called After the Bomb. Yeah. I want to say something Which like that. Which is great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: For all you Palladium nerds out there.
3: <laughs> all right. Uh, so brings us to our next book. Um, got Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade, number one, by Simon Spurrier, Sergio Davila, and Arif Prianto. Been a long time since we've had a Black Knight book.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> and evidently, we messed up not talking about the Black Knight one shot that was uh, during King of Black because that was also Size Barrier and it was also amazing. So I'm glad we're getting a miniseries out of it, though. I have Everyone's a feeling Ar- sh- Yeah, I have favorite, favorite.
2: RJ told us
3: that. Everyone's favorite 90s Avenger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chivalrous
3: disaster.
1: Oh my god. Yeah this Oh you this... mean
0: US Agent? No. 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 <laughs> no. See what I did there?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I did not expect to relate to the Black Knight miniseries nearly as much as I should.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know I don't know much about this Black Knight, so
1: Well How essentially all you me? really need to know before we jump in is that um, the Ebony Blade is like reverse Mjolnir, where it only is effective if you're fe- feeding it like hate if and you, anger like, and sadness. Got sadness, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, so if that that causes some oh, problems. So kinda like Do you have to be
0: side. unworthy enough to pick it up?
1: Basically, yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. Like Thor can't Knight even die, pick die, it up. Right? Right? Yeah, <laughs> Thor can't pick it up.
0: He's too worthy. Okay, yeah. too
1: worthy. I feel like so, most
2: people would be. But anyway, sorry. Continue.
3: <laughs> it it opens on the Avengers fighting what I can only think as is like flesh groots. I don't I don't know what <laughs> they are. They're like
1: weird golems. They don't Gross. even know what they are. Um, <laughs> flesh groots. Homunculi. And mm. then
3: That's such
0: a fun word to say.
3: <laughs> they're like they're like slashing them and uh from the from out of the the corner they hear from thy resolve noble avengers thine entreaties have not passed unheeded and then (laughs) the black knight comes down and like swings and cuts one in half
1: Um, (laughs) and then the whole rest of the avengers is like who the fuck what the fuck is this guy and, doing? And Thor, like, goes like, make off it, to the- You making s- fun of me? Thor- no, <laughs>
3: Thor goes to the side and is like, oh, fuck this guy. And then, and then he's like, what's with all the these and thys? Are you mocking me? It's like, no, it's just part of the, part of the whole thing, man. I'm,
1: I'm like, the, I'm the chivalry guy. That's my thing. So,
3: so it's We're like this, this uh, story of them fighting these monsters kind of interspersed with uh, Dane doing like uh online therapy (laughs) yup and he gets to this point in the therapy where he he's like the computer's like you've asked an unrhetorical question by the way i'm just an ai i can't help you and
1: (laughs) so he's just he's just like he's like i'm a listener bot he's like all right fine can you just go back to listening shut the fuck up (laughs) can you find i don't have it in front of me there's one panel where he talks about like if he should be happy or if he should be good at Wielding the blade while he's talking to therapy, and it just fucking broke me. Like, oh, uh, I ought to focus on
3: happiness, right? Positive mental health, except that way the blade's worthless. I can't fight the good fight without it. I wouldn't be me if I stopped, but if I just keep sinking deeper into a dark, all for the greater good, where does it end? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to relate to this book, <laughs> but here
3: I am. So he's also invites this um woman who's like a authorian scholar because he he figures that if he can't um he figures that like maybe gaining knowledge about the background of this stuff will help him with it hmm. um so she she enters his castle and meets his butler and he's like about to introduce them as he sees uh, as the two stories kind of conjoin and black knight gets called on an avenger story like avengers mission he's like oh they need me so he like runs away and the butler sees him outside the window and he's like damn it i i don't I don't know what i'm gonna do now it's like all right well he's not here
1: <laughs> isn't his butler also a minotaur yeah and she's like that's a cool mask it's like yeah mask thanks
3: <laughs> and then uh so Black Knights. Uh, the the monsters keep regenerating, and they're like, "Well, you know, that's why you're here, Black Knight." It's like, "Oh yeah, you so you need me to do the thing." So he like stands in the center and does this like uh, ritual thing with the with the sword, and like expands the magic out into a the, into an AOE, and um, like they kind of all uh, demolish, and it's really cool. But then this uh, this like robed figure. Shows up and starts teleporting to like each of the Avengers ears and it's like I have a secret to share with all of you and oh I forgot about this right yeah and then uh (laughs) the black knight like faces the the person is like is that your power to make everyone question uh it's like so it's what you the one thing that say you break a person's heart that's your uncanny superpower to be a triggering shithead. Um (laughs) and and then the figure throws a dagger and decapitates the uh black knight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Oh series over. And uh
3: (laughs) Yeah. And then the so the (laughs) butler takes the scholar down um to the first level of the castle and and uh shows her it's like uh I'm sure the master would have been enthralled if he were here, just a little less uh, dead. And he's like in the castle.
1: Like he's got his fucking corpse. Right. And then,
3: uh, <laughs> so she goes over and she doesn't believe any of this. She just thinks that this guy is kind of like crazy and that the she's like, I'm here for the Ebony Blade because it's got to be like a replica. So she like touches it and then starts getting this vision of um, like King Arthur and Merlin and this a uh, bird kind of meets her and um take your time yes such visions can be overwhelming uh to one unaccustomed to wizards and wonders and wizardry so she starts getting all these like visions and uh stuff and then um as she snaps out of it uh it cuts to the the stone table that black knight's laying on and he starts reviving um and He's like, I have questions. <laughs> so, just goes to show all the cool superheroes can revive the Eternals, the X Men, the Hulk <laughs> family, Black Knight. So if you can't revive, you're a wussy.
1: You're, <laughs> you're just lame now. Oh my god! And and like, I love that the big crux of this issue is like every Avenger is like crippled by like their worst fear. Right. <laughs> and Dane's like, yo. I've just been confronting my own worst fears like all the like and it's even like I think his worst fear was like the imposter syndrome and like the person was just like no one actually likes you and they don't want you here and you're your own worst enemy and he's just like yeah I tell me something I don't fucking know Dog, no, bro. <laughs> like. yeah I know all those things I like I already thought up all the worst possible things you could ever tell me and had an argument with myself about yeah, it what else like, you got
3: <laughs> Yep.
1: I've already overthought that for weeks.
3: Not not relatable in the <laughs> least. No.
1: My, my
2: superpower is anxiety. Get your, sh- get your weak shit out of
0: here.
1: <laughs> That's uh, awesome. My superpower. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same. 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 Yeah.
0: Also, my kryptonite. No.
1: <laughs> right. It's yeah. somehow both. It's yeah. somehow yeah. my it's my strongest.
0: Double edged sword. Your
1: yeah. Sword. Exactly. Uh. Well, you know. Uh, speaking of a, uh, I guess a hero that can revive. I don't know if he can revive. Uh, I got Thor number thirteen. <laughs> uh <laughs> he doesn't really die much so i don't know if he doesn't die much yeah um so by donny case nick klein and matt wilson but he does lose his shit when
2: random people just whisper stuff into his ear every once in a while he does so he that does has that
1: happened. has happened a couple times
2: yeah. so.
1: um but speaking of losing your shit this one starts out with odin losing his shit and it's just it's sad boy odin they're like going through about like how his, his like marriage was falling apart and then she yeah. died and it was sad so he's just been drinking himself like into a stupor mm-hmm. in like like, basically, what is the Star Wars cantina?
0: Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, Odin loves jizz. Big fan.
0: Uh, phrasing.
1: Don't what we if- all? That's the correct phrasing. That's, what, it, that's, that's what it's called. You. That's what it's called. There's, not, there's no other Max name. Max Rebo
0: the, is bad.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well,
0: I'm more of a Fig- modal nodes
1: <laughs> man. Myself. Yeah, Fig- Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. Anywho. <laughs> um yeah so basically jane foster pops up and is just like yo uh all your shit is falling apart and it's your fault you gotta come help me and she just starts kicking the shit out of him she's like wait why are you so weak and he's like yeah because i gave all my power to thor but uh like basically she's just like you know we got to do this and he's just like say no more all right yep you're right i gotta go i gotta go rectify all my mistakes take care of some shit yeah um and so Did they o- go to Odin
0: will never not be Anthony Hopkins to me now. Like- oh
1: yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> like I just read
0: this whole thing as him as Anthony Hopkins and it oh, always yeah. works.
3: You're just it's, doing it- that Hannibal Lecter lip thing. Now thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the Odin. That's yep. Odin does that too now. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, so then we, we, uh, get back to basically Asgard is like trapped in like a hell dimension and they're all getting, you know, they're, they're at the armory and they're all like suiting up. And basically Sif is like, none of this matters if we can't get out of here. You. you guys are just playing dress up. Like they what get the their fuck?
2: From little
3: goats, <laughs> little goat smiths.
1: Yeah, and and, there's
0: bears. (laughs) (laughs) I love this hell dimension.
3: I know. It's amazing. Goat Smith, by
0: the way, is my new black metal name. Goat
2: Smith? -Smith. Yeah, that's pretty
0: good.
1: Uh, Yeah, like, like Beta Ray is like, these are really good. You guys did a great job. (laughs) Um, And then, right as they're like, how the fuck are we going to get out of here? Doctor Strange and Lockjaw and Bats and Throg show up. And like, talk about the Calvary. Yeah, man. And uh, (laughs) Doctor Strange is like,
3: are there bears?
1: <laughs> There's So many bears. Yeah. Why are there bears? But it's great because uh, the last time, uh, you know, we've re- referenced it a couple times. But in Donny Cates' run of Doctor Strange, um, Loki stole the the um, uh, Sorcerer Supreme title, so they have some backstory. Some and this beef. is they got some beef, and this is the first time seeing each other. And then uh, basically, Loki's like, "Go on, say it. You need my help. Just say it." And Bats just goes off. He's I like, know, man. <laughs> Fuck you and your ass, you something. I don't even know what that. Oh, was.
2: asshole Yeah, you, like you that.
1: asshole. You're lucky you got open. What? <laughs> lucky you got all your boys with you, or I'd open you up and watch your mouth. Before I was like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, bats. Yeah, he he
0: <laughs> opens up.
1: It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Been holding that
0: but, back for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. So essentially, they're like, all right, yeah, no, this is we do have a common enemy. Let's go deal with it. Also, and... I think that's
0: the most Casey panel of this week. <laughs>
1: somehow more than the black knight one where he's talking about hating himself yeah Yeah, just just a dog
0: just fucking going off
1: yeah Yeah, it's very relatable um so yeah essentially we cut back to donald blake who's just chopping down the the yggdrasil the world tree and it's just bleeding everywhere trying to get some power trying to get all that that all father power and then the cavalry arrives, and Throg is the leader of the cavalry. <laughs> and it's just everyone. Because, of course, I, he is. He's Throg. Yeah, he's the
0: mighty he thunder frog.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. he They the
2: shit out of Donald Blake.
1: Yep, yeah, they beat the shit. They try to beat the shit out of Donald well, Blake. Well, he, and-
3: uh, he just gets wrecked by Odin's arm.
1: Yup. Od- Odin disarming. is fully, fully yeah, suited he, up. He's and- kitted
2: out. He looks dope. Yeah, he is. <laughs> His armor's sweet.
1: And he's basically just like, you know. All that power, all that blood from the world tree, where do you think it's bleeding? And then you see Donald Blake, like, this, like, look of shock and realization and just, like, knowing how bad he fucked oh, up. Because fuck. all the blood is dripping down into the, like, Nightmare Realm thing where that Thor is, Thor is trapped. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So So he's
2: just getting fucking powered up,
1: basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's getting powered up. And he just, he creates a, like... World tornado, I guess, and and calls down Odin's ravens. I guess it's Thor's ravens now. Well, and he just finally break. The something of Vol- right? break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he he broke through with that, and then the ravens came down, and he, and they're like, "Well, you're trapped. You need a you need a vessel." And he's like,
2: "Yeah, his body can't leave, but his spirit can."
1: I got an idea. So they call in the fucking destroyer armor. <laughs> no, it's Thor, amazing. Thor.
3: Thor puts his soul in the destroyer yeah. armor. Yeah, Correct. that's what I
1: mean. Yeah. Yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah finally really, yes
3: finally using the story armor for what it's built for well yep. yeah, not right. Actu- against celestials armor. yeah not against yeah. celestials but still
1: yeah. but just being an empty suit of armor with a yeah. soul in it
2: oh my god it's so
1: cool it's so cool
2: yeah just yeah. cranking this book up to 12 somehow like yeah, making it even louder. I didn't even know that was possible. This is yeah. not
0: the loudest book of this week, though. I like
2: nope. how he gets punched, though. Like Donald Blake gets punched, and you see um, the weapon he has just bounce off um, the Rainbow Bridge, which I thought was a nice little touch. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, this is great.
2: And then yeah. he is not. He is. He knows he fucked up now. Like- <laughs>
1: yep. Very curious to see how they wrap this up, because I mean I don't know how you wrap it up without just like killing Donald. Oh, like, what are going- you gonna do? What are you to do? Put him in prison? They already did that for his entire existence. Well, so. they're
2: probably they gotta make him f- switch back first. Mm-hmm. So so Thor can be untrapped, and then I bet they they probably do something to him.
1: Also you gotta get a new Germunga deer cuz uh, you need a Midgard serpent bro or the what are you going to do without a Midgard serpent? He'll come serpent? back. It's fine. I he's don't know. Qu- he's a pretty dope guy. He'll revive. It'll be fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, dope all guy. the all the cool
3: superheroes revive,
2: I'm telling exactly. you. Exactly. He'll be back in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers
3: can't even can't even resurrect. I don't know what Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do anymore. Bunch of fucking babies. Those <laughs> <adventures>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: get your shit together.
3: Let's get go. it together. All right. Anywho, uh, <laughs> so my other book is um, oh. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: sword <laughs> sword number four by Al Ewing, Valeria Sheedy, and uh, Marty Gracia. It's
2: a pretty loud book.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Th- this had too. my favorite fight scenes of the of the week in a week that's full of huge fight scenes. Yeah, yeah, no. for sure.
1: Yeah, this this week is all punching. There's yeah. so much so punching. So much. Punching. It's, a,
0: it's a brawler of a week.
3: Yeah, manifold <laughs> is pretty dope, but we'll get there. Um, so the book opens up with uh, uh, frenzy kind of narrating about um being like stuck in goo and gross. She's like, just need a, something to break free. Um, and then uh, it cuts to cable. Uh, n- Noel cable having like kind of created his own he calls it the anti crocoa and it's just like goo Krakoa. Every everyone is covered everything is covered in symbiotes
1: um did uh, i took that as he they like crocula itself is infected by the symbiotes or is it a separate place oh i
3: i think it's i think it's just crocula i think it's just yeah just that's what i thought dude okay. all over crocula
1: yeah crocula Krako- <laughs> has been symbioted yuck yeah it's yeah, yeah,
3: gross uh, so he's talking to Manifold, and he's like, uh, he remembers from last issue when uh, Fabian Cortez and Sunfire, like, uh, Fabian had amped up Sunfire's power. So he's like, I don't like suns. And um, he brings them over, because he has them all upside down and uh, just incapacitated. So he, he, like... They're in cocoons. Right, yeah. He whips them over, and they bring out... They sh- uh kind of reveal their faces and then they scrunch back in and just completely murder them because <laughs> the, you know the one cool thing about having characters that that can resurrect is that you can just one murder them
1: <laughs> and you get cool scenes like that which yeah. does beg the question um if if symbiotes can just peel the skin from your bones that easily? Why hasn't Null just won already? (laughs) How is there a King in Black I mean, he's doing pretty (laughs) well. Hubris, I guess? I don't know. But yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone's
2: really uh, doing anything to knock Null off the top here. Seems like he's still fucking shit up pretty good. He's fucking
1: shit up, but he's not peeling the bones off of Captain America. (laughs) Yet. Yeah, I guess that's true.
2: (laughs) And then, uh,
3: so the, the second story is um, uh, Abigail and Mentalo trying to rescue the Five, uh, but they, the Five won't get into the think tank. And um, th- <laughs> think he's, tank Mentalo so calls Abigail, and Hope like is like, is that Abigail Brand? Let me talk to her. And it was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, we're going to... Uh, my goal is you know, your survival, and the survival of mutant kind, so you're going to get in the think tank, you're going to go to the moon, you're gonna set up a backup cerebro, and you know, if everyone else dies, you're gonna recreate the mutant race. And she's like, No, not that's not what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> and um I also love that Abigail brand is like, we're gonna save humankind or mutant kind. I don't know, you're all you're all earthers. You're all earthers, all earthers yeah. to me.
3: <laughs> and then uh Taki teleports to the uh the think tank because um they've established that uh, and Tech is just since Koko is taken over by Null that um it's not working for them. Uh, but Taki built a um teleporter in his chair to the think tank, so it's all like normal Earth tech that uh allows him to teleport. And then uh he's like he he hitches his wheelchair to the think tank. Mattel is like, what are you doing? Uh he's like, it's alright, your uh baby's gonna grow up and um he turns the think tank into a mech. <laughs> yeah, it's a transformer.
1: It's so cool.
0: <laughs> it's a megatron. Do you think it made that like <laughs> sound uh, it I transform? hope <laughs> it better have.
1: I mean there's there's like definitely some good onomatopoeia going on. <laughs> it's
3: like, <laughs> r- it's r- got r- like r- a it uh Taki's wheelchair like becomes the head and it gets like a huge <laughs> cannon for a face. <laughs> <laughs> got a face cam. Um
1: I also love that there's now like a little sword logo right on the chest. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: this is, well you gotta have the Autobot symbol.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um
0: I wonder if there was just a, a memo that went out to everyone who makes comics that people want more things to transform into mechs. <laughs> and they were I mean, just I mean, like, that's loud how I got Avengers clear. mech straight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Then it then it cuts back to um uh, manifold vs. Noel. And Noel goes, the everywhere man, one-of-a-kind space manipulator and universe teleporter, and yet not an omega. Doesn't that worry you, Eden, that somewhere there's someone uh, more? And he's like, no, I never really thought about it. And um, so he starts trying to teleport uh, a sun near Noel, and um, Noel ha- has Cable's arm, so he's able to uh, body slide. And so they play a sick game of Portal. Yeah, and it's just this fight that is like them teleporting back and forth, and it's it's really cool um, until uh, the the frenzy narration finally comes to a to a head, and she breaks out of her cocoon right on top of uh, Noel and takes his arm and uh, prevents him from teleporting at and uh, at that point. Manifold the man- goes the you know the I don't just teleport the the universe speaks to me so he uh, and is like and sometimes she does me little favors so he gets a little piece of sun that he holds in his hand and just blasts <laughs> Noel yeah. away fucking Kamehameha's is with a sun ah it's it's actually Naruto's Rasengan
1: <laughs> damn yeah nice.
3: it's Rasengan
1: well actually
2: <laughs> R- Rasengan anyway you know, it's pretty fucking dope.
1: <laughs> it's, the sa-
3: it's the same, like, uh, motions as the Rasengan. <laughs> and then it cuts back to Taki, and he's fighting the symbiote with a boombox on the neck. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> he's just, he's got a huge boombox on his transformer, and he's, like, channeling it through his hand. <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing. I don't know what's happening.
0: This also, is Dazzler there, like doing like weird light show stuff too? So someone was doing some
1: kind uh, of light show. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, there's definitely there's uh, a. Uh, it could, it could just be a strobe light. There's like, like it, uh, <laughs> there's like light up
2: music notes, yeah, and stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I think it was just like emphasized,
3: and like, the the five being... are all dancing. And yeah. and Mattel is like now he's borrowing my records? It's not fair. He stole my ro- <laughs> yeah, he stole my robot, my think tank, and now my records.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then
3: Proteus is like one more
0: song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
3: and then uh, yeah, it, the the last thing is is essentially um, Magneto kind of uh, assessing the damage after after Null. And going up and yorking Skull uh, Fabian Cortez and saying that we have to revive Fabian because he's got to talk to him about something, which is definitely a huge setup for, for something down the line, because it's the, also the data page. And Xavier was like, I'm not sure if that's a good idea, but almost all of it is redacted. So.
0: It was very Shakespeare yeah. in the park.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that York skull because he, he's holding his yeah. skull. Uh, everyone loves that. Everyone loves it. That. That's the like famous Venom cover too.
2: All right, well, I guess it's my turn. I'm back. I'm here, guys. I'm welcome. I'm here to the show. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're um, participating. I'm participating now.
0: Uh, I
2: forgot Nightwing. Sean
1: was here. I know. right wow. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs>
2: Nightwing number 78 by Tom Taylor, Bruno Redondo, and Adriano Lucas. Uh, so this is kind of, this is our Infinite Frontier uh, jumping on point. Um, so I figured I'd check it out because I haven't read any of this Nightwing run. But you know what? <laughs> figured Infinite Frontier has given us that opportunity. And um, yeah, it turned out it was pretty great. Yeah. So this, the, this book kind of starts with a flashback with uh, uh, Dick and, um, Barbara kind of coming up, uh, on this guy getting bullied, uh, I guess a classmate, um, getting bullied by these other rich, rich douches, um, and classic just why I ought bad guys talk, you know, just going through. And then eventually, um, Dick was just like, leave them alone, like walk away, and then just proceeds to kind of beat the crap out of them. But then they end up getting, um, uh, Jim Gordon rolls by and kind of is like alright we're gonna break it up you you rascals but then they drive I love that they drive him home and Barb is in the back and it's like you live in a you live in a mansion? So like yeah don't worry about it
0: you- like, Do you have a dragon a with a moat? Tomb? Yeah um,
2: and then the, there's just a nice moment between him and Alfred basically you know Alfred's like you know you don't have to do that you know when you're not out with Batman but it's nice to see you as Dick Grayson are Able to step up and help people in need without a mask, regardless. So, well, yeah, I, I think it, I in. think it
0: was more that Bruce expects him not to, not to be a hero without a mask on. But Alfred's proud of him for for doing so. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. Think no, that it says it says, yeah.
1: uh, Master Bruce may feel you should only be a hero when you're wearing a costume. But I'm glad Dick Grayson steps up when someone is in need. It takes a different hero to help without a mask. There it is.
2: Yeah. So, so now nice. we cut to now, and. These motherfuckers. Um, so oh, the lead in kind of talks get about. Me started. <laughs> it's
0: funny. I read Thor and Nightwing back to back, and it it made the moment with bats that much funnier. <laughs> yeah.
2: And they started talk about uh, Bloodhaven. Basically, the difference between it and Gotham is not, it is, like it doesn't have the madness. It's just cruel. Just cruel people live there, and it teaches cruelty. So it just kind of keeps going. And it, it opens up with these four dudes chasing a dog puppy. And- puppy. And throwing, like, rocks at it and just kicking it just for fun. Just beating up a dog for fun.
1: Literally the worst. You D- insert that
0: panel of bats from...
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Fuck you, you fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> You're lucky all your boys are here or I'd open you up.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then Nightwing comes in and basically is like, um, normally I'd open with something witty, but I'm just disgusted by you people. Like, your idea of fun is torturing small animals. Like get the fuck out and just proceeds to beat the shit out of them with a little help from the pup. Uh, gets a couple, (laughs) he gets a couple bites in, which is good. So he gets a little bit of revenge there. Um, he also bites. And then also bites Dick as well too, but he still grabs him him? and brings him to the vet. Um, and then kind of the other B story here is the, is, um, the mob leaders of the town kind of setting up to kind of make their move, um, with, uh, with, with blockbuster, uh, which I'm not super familiar with, but like this He's dude seems like a Nightwing's, real bad like, dude. One of Nightwing's main villains. Yeah. I haven't read a ton of like main Nightwing, but this dude seems like a real bad dude. He's basketball slams the <laughs>
0: dude's head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> strong Kingpin vibes. Yeah, yeah. very strong yeah. Kingpin He's
2: vibes. A- sucks.
0: He's such a good yeah. villain. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he basically <laughs> kills He kills the co- uh, the council president. And it's just like, he, you're council president now. You good with that? And uh, this, this woman, Melinda, is
1: like, yep, I'm good. And but- she's the daughter of the guy that killed the Graysons. Yeah, she so got Darth
0: Vader promoted.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So but the way he kills this
0: guy, he just like basketball palms his head and then just makes a fist.
2: Rushes in. It's like, oh, good yeah,
1: lord. Yeah, again, strong kink Like vibes. Holy yeah. Christ. <laughs> and
2: now this woman's just mayor just because yeah. like, he just killed everybody
1: else. He, he is the last blockbuster.
2: <laughs> yeah so then it cuts back to uh dick going back home after this whole thing and he kind of rolls into his apartment it's like yo someone's here and, it, and it's barbara and just ends up kind of putting him right on his ass it's like you need better security it's like it's the third floor like what the fuck
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i came in through the window like <laughs>
1: Uh, and then he brings the puppy in, yeah. and she's and she's like, "Oh my God, what's his name?" He's like, "No, no, no, I'm just keeping him here until I can find him a home." And she's like, "You should have known the second he came in through that window, this is the puppy's home." And I, again, never felt so seen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: It's also a pit bull, so that that kind of fits your He's whole a little mo. Baby
1: pit bull, but yeah, it's it's like the baby version of the second John Wick dog. It's the exact same color scheme. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a blue nose. <laughs> um.
2: So at that point, um they that Dick gets a letter from um sorry.
1: Uh, so it turns out that if you weren't reading Barbara's, Batman,
2: yeah, Barbara's the Exeter Yeah, Alfred Alfred's dead.
1: Alfred's dead, but sorry, also guys. Dick was shot in the head and, and did not and yeah, he didn't remember yeah, anything so he awful. was Rick Grayson yeah. and so he was he's like I don't care about any of these people I don't give a fuck about this guy that died I'm not going to his funeral so now that he's, he's Dick kind of, again he's kind of back and now you know, Barbara's the executor of his will
2: and Alfred left him a whole lot of money yeah <laughs> and the <laughs> letter lot. that made me cry and a letter yeah,
0: yeah I mean, the letter basically so goes on sad. to fucking um, <laughs> sad
2: Yeah, it was basically the the, kind of the callback to how the the book started. It's like, you know, I had all this money. I didn't have anything to really invest it in. But now I'm really seeing, like, I'm investing in you as a man because I know that you're going to go do something good with it. I'm proud of who you are and who you've always been. And, like, I know you're going to do well. And he was proud to call him his son. So So,
3: there's this thread that is the thing that kind of, like, made Alfred really take a liking to to dick and um it's also something that gets just at the core of the character because there's this mm-hmm. flashback of like um dick coming home from school and you know doing the dishes when he doesn't have to and alfred's like you know i'll take care of that and it's like you know yeah. it, it takes a lot to be a hero when the mask is off um so that that is just something that is so true to the character how you know he's like the superman of the batman family right just pure earnestness he really is he's
2: just yeah he's the pure good of the bad family and like that's that's what the whole letter yeah he wasn't investing in nightwing he's investing in dick grayson to and because he know he'll do good things with it but i think like just
3: just more so than just the the alfred um relationship that just the just proves that tom taylor really gets the character in general and kind of sets the vibe for the whole book um as well
1: Also, gotta mention that the art is gorgeous. Yes. There's this, like, uh, zoomed
3: out scene of Nightwing jumping off of a skyscraper. It's so
2: cool.
0: And the color work is phenomenal. The title
3: page, yeah.
2: yeah, It looks really great. Um, But it was just a great little send-off for Alfred and this character with everything that's going on. It was a nice thing, just kind of to to button that up too so but this and this now he has more money than Bruce
1: yeah I was just about yeah. to say is this the
0: same uh, timeline where Bruce is
1: broke right yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. now he has the money <laughs> I yeah. love that Alfred did not leave it well, but well why would he leave it to Bruce <laughs> yeah Bruce, Bruce had was a million when it happened
0: yeah it's Bruce's <laughs> money anyway like
2: <laughs> yeah well yeah he was he just was independently wealthy anyway I guess because yeah
3: Alfred's like what what is what was dude. Bruce
0: just investing in Alfred so that when he died he could get all that money back
3: <laughs> well, no, but Bruce had yeah. Bruce had the money when Alfred died. So
1: yeah, no way he could have predicted him going his, broke. Alfred's
3: ghost is like fuck. It's going uh, well, well, be also, so mad um, when he gets <laughs> that letter <laughs> because he was because
2: he was his legal guardian. They talk about like he had just a bunch of Wayne stock, so it wasn't tied up in Bruce Wayne specifically. He just had um wayne industry stock which is still doing fine
0: oh i just <laughs> so thought like, it was just being paid by bruce all these years and not actually needing money for anything
2: well that's part of it but like he it's had, both he just had a shitload of wayne Industries stock which is worth however like probably billions probably yeah. insane amount yeah, yeah. so should have left him um, bitcoin it.
0: yeah, yeah. We, were, we were just talking about that <laughs> on um dueling john versus batman the animated series
3: <laughs> um, which is a show
0: that, that starts. You get the first episode of that this Saturday if you're a Patreon oh, listener. Oh, snap. But um, we were talking about how, like, what does Alfred need money for? Like, to
2: get gi- to to cucumber to, sandwiches, to give to his kids. Right. To, <laughs> I guess he just
0: saved it all up and gave it to Dick.
2: Yeah. So this is a great uh, issue, you know, very emotional too, but it's also a pretty good introduction to the character uh, after. Uh, Infinite Frontier and all that stuff. So it's a good spot to jump in. Uh, so yeah, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to reading this one. It's an
3: exciting playground. Um, just kind of a cool corner of the Bat Universe.
2: Yeah, dude, they're this Bat Family reboot of the last couple of years with Ty in it and all this. Like, it's really fucking good. I, it's, <laughs> it's,
3: it's more. It's a DC's answer to the X Office right now.
2: Yeah, and I'm starting like- to
3: fully believe that. And We'll defend. It's that. working. <laughs> it's working so
2: far. I, I like, especially hopping on on the after Infinite Frontier. Like, they're all really good. We're not even. Um, we're not even finished. We got Harley
3: Quinn yeah. and Detective next week, and uh, Tom Taylor's other book about Batman, which is a miniseries, but still, it, it looks really exciting. Plus, Kubert yeah, on there's... art. So,
0: ooh. ooh,
2: yeah. So there's some good stuff coming up. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. So, but it's it's pretty pretty cool. Pretty good so far. Hell yeah. Yeah.
1: Well we got some shout outs we do um yeah uh first i'll I'll start out um Orphan and the Five beasts, number one by James Stoko is amazing uh, essentially, it's just a big old kung fu uh anime plot it's, it's amazing dope. it's so dope it's uh, there's really the the biggest takeaway from this is the art, so there's not too much to say about it. that's why it's just a shout out and not anything bigger, but like go buy this book, yeah, <laughs> it's so good, like it's. It felt very, uh, there's, like, a lot of, like, Fist of the North Star moments in this book, um, but, yeah, the orphan has to take down the five beasts, because they, they're gonna take the, um...
2: Because they betrayed the master and went... They, and they, the, yeah, they took they the ancient knowledge,
1: back. yeah, they took the ancient knowledge to go defeat, like, this one king, and then never came back to finish it, so they be- became corrupted, and now, the yeah, the orphan is the, 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 the one, the chosen one to just dest- to take them all down, so... It's sick. The first villain is named Thunder Thighs.
0: I love Flash
1: Thunder is- Thighs. <laughs> he destroys a horse with his he thighs.
2: Just, he just clamps multiple a horse to oh death. My God. Explodes Fuck. it. That guy's it. that
0: guy's pelvic floor. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been doing some kegels. He's
2: pelvic floored. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really it's it, it's cool. It, this will be a fun one and the yeah, art is I'm, gorgeous too. I'm
1: going to follow the hell out of it. I don't know how much we're going to talk about on the show cuz there's only so It's it's exactly like uh um oh god, the Trad More uh Silver Surfer book where we can, we can't just go like the art is so good for like yeah. 15 minutes. And it's, <laughs> it's a lot like of those, Yeah, it's very action heavy too. It's all it's all yeah. just a big kung fu fight. It's but great. It's very cool. Yeah.
0: So I'll take the next shout uh Orcs number 2. Uh, by Christine Christine Larson, this, is fun. Yeah. this book is just so endearing and so sincere, yeah. and I love it. <laughs> I like it yep. a lot. So, uh, very quick, we where we left off the the adventurers were kind of cornered by a bunch of murderous squirrels who were hoarding treasure. And what they were able to do Was trap all of the squirrels in a bag And then they found out that the treasure Was just a shitload of acorns So they just put all the acorns in the bag And when they got back to the orc king They gave the orc king the bag of squirrels And then fucked off with the acorns Only to find out that the acorns Were actually gold on the inside
1: <laughs> And then they really pissed off the king yeah. sure and, they're like, and they're like how bad can it be It was just a bunch of squirrels We didn't think there would be any harm to it And he's like They've infested the castle. We can't get them out. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of the kingdom.
0: So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was also this fun B plot of like the Orc children gang uh just raiding the kitchen.
2: Mhm.
1: And then uh the story that the uh, the eldest the elder is telling To like the, like, basically, the the troop that's getting kicked out is like, all right, one last story from the town elder. And she starts to tell a story, but it ends on a cliffhanger. And they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) So you get a
0: lot of, you get a lot of story out of this book. It's a
1: story and a story and a story. And it's really good. I also, from the little bit that I know of Christine, it feels like there's a lot of Christine in this book. She is multiple of these orcs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just such like the one with the kid.
1: And like, yeah. It's
0: it's such a cute book. And so cute. I love it.
1: It's amazing. Um I I got one more shout. It's x uh, X-Force number 18 uh by Benjamin Percy, uh Gary Brown and Guru EFX. Um just more Sad Boy Quentin Quire. It's great. This is the best <laughs> character
3: development Quentin Quire's ever gotten. Yeah.
1: I mean, yes. <laughs> but also Grant Morrison, I don't know, um I said character development, not uh, yeah. <laughs> not character creation, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is definitely the best person to write' him since Grant Morrison. I'll give you that, uh, but yeah, so essentially they're they're figuring out that when um. Uh, when when <laughs> the multiple 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 times that Quinn Choir has been murdered throughout the course of X Force wasn't just a funny gag. It's also a plot point for they have no idea how many of his bodies have been abducted by those people that have been like <laughs> doing experiments on mutants and creating like uh essentially like abomination versions of them so they can sneak into Krakoa and try and kill people. Yeah, so now one's become like a psychic monster that's attacking
3: Krakoa. Yeah, there's yeah, it's like, like there's a, a ghost.
1: S- yeah, it's like a psych astral plane demon that's made of Quentin's like omega level like uh psychic juju. I so hate yeah, when like the
3: clones come back home and they're just <laughs> Discussing
1: monsters. Just give me nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and so monsters. he's, he's like sneaking into like everyone's brain while they're sleeping or while they're drunk. And, uh, also Sage has a drinking problem. Sage like, that's a thing. does yeah. have a drinking problem. Yeah. We need, we, we need to talk to her. Jeez. Um, but yeah, like shit, like he gets to beast and beast has like a whole like nightmare where he's like, give me the plans of Krakow. Give me all the secrets of Krakow and give me all the secrets of Krakow. And then, uh, sage just like mercy kills his ass (laughs) well
0: he had a stroke he
1: he had a stroke yeah and they're like well we'll take him to the healing gardens and she's like nah the protocol is if we are compromised in any way whatsoever we have to kill each other (laughs) it's like
0: and i think that's just secretly because hank wants to come back as handsome hank
1: i could see that um but yeah so you know we get so quentin is uh you know literally fighting his own demons uh and it's a cool (laughs) it's a cool setup Uh, i dig it
0: Dude, same.
1: <laughs> yeah, very relatable.
2: All right, uh, I got one real quick. Um, Superman, red and blue. This is um by a bunch of people. It's another one of those like anthology series that we we're seeing a bunch of like a of right like now.
1: A, a Batman black and white or a Wolverine black white and blood or yeah. a Carnage black white and blood or a Wonder Woman gold and black. <laughs> There's lots of those right now. <laughs> I think uh, they're just
0: trying songs. to save on printing costs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um two that stuck out uh was the the story the the man the boy who saves Superman was uh written and drawn by Wes Craig. That was a, it was a really cool little story about like Superman in this big fight and like he's just getting his ass beat and this kid like drags him out and tries to put him on the roof so he can get to the sun to get his power and just try to save him before and just cause this monster is trying to attack everything. And it was uh it was kinda cool just to watch that. It was a like, really well done. It was art was great. Uh, I, I love story. it. Like the
1: end of that story, that kid goes for a job at the Daily Bugle. Yeah. And, and like, da- uh, yeah, daily I'm, planet, I'm sorry, Daily right. Planet. You yeah, know yeah. what I meant. Unbelievable. But Daily Planet. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but but Clark is like, there he is. That's him. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah. he's starstruck by yeah, the kid that saved his life. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's just like, you know, gets him a job basically. And they become, it's like, oh, it's so nice. Also, yeah, don't read this other... book
0: with 3D glasses on; it'll turn you
1: cross-eyed.
3: <laughs> also, you just become disappointed. You're like, they didn't—they
0: didn't—they like, uh, the, uh,
3: didn't do the 3D uh, right.
1: It <laughs> Just gave me a migraine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um,
2: the other one I really, really wanted is the one by—it's uh, by Dan Waters and uh, Danny, which is a coffin bound yeah. team. We would yeah. talk about them a ton. This one's like about a entity that steals all the color from the universe, it's like Methylpythrin. Um, yeah and it, he's it's, from the same, yep.
1: it's from the same it's uh, from the same uh, whatever dimension dimension, fifth dimension
2: so and they everyone f- like forgets about color too So, like they have a moment where like he wakes up and he's looking at the sun he's like why did we do this like I don't understand yeah
1: why did we ever watch the, the sunset Like, this? it's
2: just there it's boring what the hell but then they give him the opportunity to um, like he gives him a box with all the colors and he can let them all out if he wants or he could pick a couple so it's about Superman determining what colors he wants to let out and he starts you know chooses red which is the color of love but then to, like, well and kind of- also like
1: the little the little imp also is just like it's good thing
0: it's also a very also bad, a bad thing, thing. Yeah. And it's also it's like
1: you know Pandora's like his box yeah
0: <laughs> so i'm surprised he wouldn't let yellow out first because that's where all of his power comes from
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good point red- <laughs> yeah but then sun, you right? screw over green lantern no, yellow sun Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> then Green Lantern.
0: <laughs> somewhere yeah, what happens to Green
3: Lantern? He becomes the Lantern. He's like, I'm the Lantern now. <laughs> yeah. I'm the
0: I'm the gradient of Gray Lantern. <laughs> just,
3: does that just stop the Lantern Wars? Like all the colors
1: the Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah they, it just makes peace. Why were we fighting? <laughs> <laughs> well, we the implications the of color this. ring Yeah, <laughs> I need more.
2: Um, yeah, so either, uh, you know, he goes with red and blue to kind of balance things out. But there's also good and bad with that. Um, but it was a, it was a really
1: well done. It was very pretty as well. Um, when I flipped through this, when I like got it off the shelf, I was like, what a cheater. Like <laughs> they're using black and white. Like that's not red and blue. And then I read the story and I was uh, like, oh, that's yeah. smart. Yeah, he really he did a good yeah, job. Did, they
2: did a good job. Like really kind of playing with the, the t- what the title actually was and made the story about that. About <laughs> which color. Is cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I know there's a couple more coming. Um, yeah, definitely worth checking out.
1: Right, How ready here? to get loud.
0: Yeah, the, this <laughs> wins the uh, the award for loudest Ooh. book of this week.
1: Do y'all remember last week when I was like ultra mega? It's like this. This is what I meant by that. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand no. though. You meant no. It. The excitement level is what I meant by this. <laughs> this book is so fucking good. Ultra Mega by uh, James Heron, uh, art Inc, and uh, writing by James Heron, and then color by Dave Stewart. Um, yeah, y'all ever wanted to have. Uh, Ultraman mixed with Evangelion, and make it real bloody because <laughs> that's what we got. Yeah, also, uh, is... an
0: Ultraman book came out this week, so nice. don't get them confused.
1: Don't get them confused. <laughs> I don't think you get <laughs> them
3: confused. I'm pretty sure the one has way less intestines than the other. Yeah, this <laughs> is true. <laughs> also,
0: uh, I yeah, snagged one... the Tradmore cover, which is absolutely Ooh, incredible. It's
1: such a good. Yep. Um. Yeah. So essentially, the plot of this one is this dude in a very Green Lantern type of way is brought into space and given the power to save Earth uh, by, like, these guardian dudes. And he's just like, they're like, you know, will you take the cosmic, you know? And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, very, okay. like, matter of fact. Yeah, I guess, all right. Um, and um,
2: But he has it, but he doesn't, like, know.
1: Yeah, he doesn't like, really know. Happens, they don't explain right it, yeah. yeah. They don't explain it. So eventually he comes to find out that the... The power that he has is to become basically Ultraman, Mega. and whenever he's walking around the city, there's this um, virus that it, that infects people completely at random, and when they get infected, they turn into giant kaiju monsters. Yikes, Yikes right? I hate when that happens. No, not
2: quite.
0: <laughs> not yet. So
2: they get infected, but when... He is near one of them. I
1: was gonna get
2: to that. Yeah. Well, it's different because yes. like they could just be infected and it's fine.
1: Yeah, but in a sec- but him walking around is what causes the transformation sequence of yeah, these Yeah, which is that like also infected. like
2: I get it, but like just don't why? have those, and then yeah. you don't have giant monsters. Yeah, yeah but, but, let but why did just, this dude make
0: this problem? But the point is, and what we find out later in the story is, the longer the virus like um, gestates is dormant in the, in the person's yeah. body, the well, more powerful the- it
2: gets. But the process started already. So it started the activation. We'll okay, talk about Okay, so we'll, that get, later. There. we'll yeah. get there. We'll
1: get there. We'll get there. So, yeah. So he just walks around the city nonstop and just waits for monsters to pop up. And that's his whole fucking life. <laughs> and we, we get this whole sequence where he's, like, trying to just buy his kid a birthday present. Because it's, like, his kid's first, bur- first birthday. And... And then he's gotta have a giant monster fight and then, you know, he isn't able to make it home in time with the with the gift and he's just kinda. He's well the so gift gets takes... all
0: covered in monster blood.
3: Also his yep. head takes a while to shrink back down, it's horrifying. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: he
1: <they>
0: looks
2: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> he's like a little chibi. Like he's got like the big head and a tiny body. He's like
0: uh, um, like Billy Quizboy.
1: He is like Billy <laughs> Quizboy. He's like a little Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Funko <laughs> Pop. <laughs> So, so yeah, so he's, like, calling his wife, and he's just like, hey, I'm not gonna make it home in time, and he's like, I gotta to go try to find some pants, his, and there's, like, some really good humor in there. His wife but needs
0: th- a fucking break, dude.
1: Yeah, she yeah. does, because she can't leave the house. Like, he won't let her leave, because, you know, like, there's monsters everywhere, which I can't blame him. I can't blame either of them. And we come to find out that um, there were three protectors. The first one was this, like, kid, and he's like, why the fuck did they give it to a kid? <laughs> like, that's just fucked up. But the kid... Went on to become a like tech mogul. Um, so he's like developing mont like um. These- well, uh,
3: he uh, he was an Ultraman, but he lost his arm and decided to That's not, what it to was, not yeah. do it anymore. So
1: then he yeah decided he to just
3: develop tech for people to protect them.
1: But he's kind of become like an opulent hermit because obviously he can't go out and he's just. He's got these like weird, opulent, shining sex parties going on in his house.
0: Including (laughs) the blowjob bear from The Shining. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that is my favorite. Uh, panel, what does he say? He's like, he's like, they said that to me, like I'm some sort of unprof- like I'm some sort of unprofessional blowjob bear. Blowjob
3: bear. I, but I like, I got to that, I was like, what the fuck is this
1: reference just here for no reason? It lets you know that it's a weird sex it, party. It does. Instantly know that it's a weird sex no, wait, party.
0: No here it is, here it is. So he says, so I says, I says, do I look like an amateur blowjob bear or a goddamn professional? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's, there's also a goat, which I don't want to know. You know, like um, well, no, he's, he's telling goat.
0: that story to a goat in that scene. <laughs> it's definitely the handjob goat. Oh god, <laughs> a goat with hands, it's gross. Uh,
1: uh, Hoof job. <laughs> Oh, weird. Ew, man. But yeah, so, and then there, there was a third one who's like this like uh, Wolverine, Logan type character who was just a man of fear, very few words, and then he kind of just walked into the sunset never to be seen again. So that guy's been MIA. So for a long time, our main character has been the only Ultra Mega protecting the city. And then we find out that 10 years ago, when he was... When he was, uh, like, just starting out, he was married. He had, a, he had a, a previous wife who was eight months pregnant with his kid. And he came home one day and instantly saw it in her. And before she could transform, he just fucked right off. And, like, never talked to her again. Like, never saw her again. Like, sent people over with the divorce papers. Yep. And was like, gotta go by. It was not only
0: her, but it was also the child as well.
1: Well, he didn't know that. <laughs> and... It's been developing for 10 years. So, yeah, it, it seems like that's what we were talking about earlier. The transformation sequence was, like, initiated it by him just being didn't around. Complete, so it, didn't it complete. So it's
2: just been gestating for 10 years, and yeah, they don't so have she, no fucking clue. So
1: she's become a, a kaiju in secret and been raising a kaiju in secret for 10 years. And uh, the and kaiju
3: just- are stealing food for her or energy or something because they're, like, for the queen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which yeah, lets him,
3: like, like tips him off as to what's going yeah. on.
1: Yeah. And so he ends up, basically his son is born, his child is born, <laughs> or, like, you know, finally is released, and, and it's a kaiju like they've never fucking seen before. So all three also- of the Ultra Megas,
2: like... Pop back up. Just to pop back. His first voice name was Lilith, because of course it was. Of course it
3: was. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. also like queen, of, queen of, of the demons. She's also yeah. like yeah. Slan
2: from Berserk.
3: She just manifests out of like intestines.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's real so gross. So he gets
2: the gang back together, and this gang thing, comes back. Holy. And this, they. F- oh. This fucking this fucking thing that, because I guess it was. It t- it's, it's, a, been it's been growing for so long. It's strong as Fuck. Well, and yeah, it's yeah, his then, so and yeah, it's his son,
1: so it's like, yeah, he's born from the Ultra Mega, so they don't know anything about that, and then, like, the, the kid who's, like, a tech guy is just like, we have no idea what could happen if the Kaijus were allowed to exist for that long. You should have told us. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Why didn't you say something? Yeah. You? He's just like, I was just trying to keep them from becoming monsters that i had to kill like it's totally a relatable <laughs> yeah. plight that he's in you know so then they have this like epic knockdown drag out bloody fucking battle to which the kid gets just fucking impaled on the empire state building yeah just, what the fuck just like intestines strewn about the, like, uh, holy the shit. guy yeah. who
3: disappears for a while gets like sliced in half and then uh, his torso jumps back onto the enemy and explodes itself, but he, like, throws him up first into the air. Uh, um,
1: wild. And that guy, yeah, it turns out he left to, like, learn everything he could about the power. Yeah, that's he why knows he, a little like, bit when, more,
3: like, how to explode himself.
1: Yeah, so, like, he kind of, like, was trying to teach the the, the new guys, like, oh, yeah, you don't even know what this he, power like, can radiates, do. like, radiates,
3: like, energy, like, becomes, like, a yeah. solar flare.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fucking wild, but then he dies too. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he dies real bad, and then it comes down to father and son, and he knows it's real creepy. And the
2: dad knows he is fucked.
1: Oh, yeah, so he basically sacrifices himself to try and kill this thing, and well, he doesn't succeed.
2: Well, he well, he knows he's gonna die, so he shoots the actual power through the
0: earth.
1: And he yeah, he he rips the eyeball out of his chest and that is like basically the, the green yeah. the, the green lantern ring that he was given to have yeah. this power. He rips it out of his own chest and then shoots it away as far away from this thing as he can. And then his kid punches his head off. <laughs> <laughs> like literally pops his head literally off. Literally pops his head fucking
2: off. Fucking rock and sock and roll.
1: And then his body collapses in the city and creates a Blood ocean. Yeah. <laughs> it's like blood a blood tsunami. tsunami.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Blood tsunami with which drowns his second wife and child.
0: Yeah, because cause, cause well, there's been a B right. plot of, of his his current wife just trying to escape with the baby. Yeah. yeah. And she ends up drowning in the husband's blood while holding the baby up just high enough so that the baby could breathe. And then the yeah. blood wave scabs over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it coagulates which is just and, yeah.
0: disgusting.
1: Yep. Uh it reminds me I just found out that there was a molasses flood in Boston yeah. in like a Prohibition era. Mm-hmm. I never knew that happened. So. found the same th- thing. I
0: found out yeah. about <laughs> that um my my college friends and I for a few years after college used to have these um Wikipedia challenges with each other where we would pick a topic and and everyone had to compete with finding the funniest um YouTube or a uh, Wikipedia article about that topic and one time we got disasters. And the uh the
1: That's hard. That's a hard topic to find a funny thing about. But we
0: we stumbled into that Belasis flood.
1: Mm-hmm. It, I mean like a bunch of people died. Well, I mean, as far
0: as disasters go,
1: I know, but it's like it, it's still kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I mean, what what a way to die though, drowning in a bunch a- of syrup.
1: What a sticky situation, yeah. oh. also
0: like a very slow moving disaster because it's molasses.
3: <laughs> this is the guy dying It's like, this is as slow as molasses.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> can I just die already? <laughs> oh. But yeah, so anyway, same thing happens with blood, and they manage to rescue the kid, and then it jumps forward another ten he, years. He can't time.
2: resurrect her; so he's a lame superhero.
3: Well,
1: but
2: as, a, <laughs> as we've established, <laughs> established, though, as we've established, they create ways to like they have all these robots that this dude made, but then they also right, like yeah. figure out how to like scan for the thing to figure it out, and then just like became isolationist had it they they just build like a barricade and just kick everyone the fuck out basically it becomes
1: it basically becomes like post-apocalyptic like this is now our like like um like our we've built the wall we all live in this like decimated city and and you have this plague
3: you don't live here just in case closing yourself off is always it's always the beginning of the works yeah yeah. works every time Um, but
1: I'm—they—they they don't exactly establish it. But this is his kid, right? Yes. There's well, like a yeah. Gotta I'm right. be
3: his kid. Yeah.
1: Gotta be. Uh, yeah. So like the, there's a kid who like dresses up like the the ultra mega in like you know tattered post apocalyptic Fear and is basically being bullied and they're like, why the fuck would you dress up like that nerd that killed yeah, everyone? The, what a The bullies
3: are dressed up like the kaiju. And It's like why would you normal ass yeah. humans <laughs> dressed up like worship kaiju? What are you an idiot? <laughs> the kaiju clan.
2: Lame uh, okay.
3: they're one K. Well,
1: yeah, it's, it's exactly like the Joker gang. It's the same also, kind of if, vibe.
3: I was gonna say if he's not his son, his son is a, going to be a character.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And this just him having
2: like, mech fists and stuff, like he doesn't have the power of the ultra mega. Yeah. Also his mech like fist
1: does. is so Kirby. Like look yeah, at yeah. that thing. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, it's it, I am I am real hooked. There is so much tragedy and sad shit and bloody shit in this book oh my god there's so much also shit.
0: really great sound <laughs> effects shit. in this book
1: yeah. like yeah. like there's a um, bunch of also, robot
0: characters that go like boopy boop and it's spelled like <laughs> b-e-w-p-y <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: great. Uh, and also if you're if you're a fan of this book and want more james heron his book rumble is fantastic highly recommend lots of cool little monsters in that too um this a little is, bit more yeah, these like are cool
2: big monsters
1: yeah, these they're, they're little <laughs> monsters in the other one. Uh, there's like good monsters and bad monsters, and it's like the the hero is like trying to save the. D- it's really good. I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, go read Rumble if you dug this. Yeah, this book um, was crazy, fucking great. I loved it.
2: It's big too. It's like felt yeah. You know, it's it was, a beefy it was, boy. It's a beefy boy. Well, it's yeah. it's
0: it's kind of like um firepower. How we got like almost yeah. a full trade as the first issue, and it was like about a completely different. Group yeah, this of is the prologue then yeah. what's going to be yeah. an issue too. So I I like how Image has been doing that. This is Image, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: I believe so. Yeah. It is.
0: So yeah, so that's uh that's last week's books everybody.
1: Woo! We did it. There wasn't much, but the things that there were were very yeah. good.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: It wasn't like last week where we just were like, Wait, it's every book. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, let's see what's coming out next week. Cable
3: um, and Excalibur, Detective Comics, yeah. and Harley Quinn. Woo.
0: More Batman's, yep. Batman's. Big ones. Um,
1: Batmans. Alien Number One by Marvel for better or Ooh. for worse. We'll see. Oh. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's see, um, Once
2: in Future, Teen Titans Academy Number One. Yep. Black and White, Batman Black and White Number Four, Taskmaster Number Five. More haha. More haha. That Carnage, Black, White, and Blood that Casey mentioned. Number one Europe. comes out. Um, Barbalia, number five. Stray Dogs, number two. Usagi. Yeah,
1: that's that's some good Scumbag, a whole shit. bunch
2: of books come out. Oh, we're going to have another tough week next week, it <laughs> looks like. <Yeah. laughs> As um, always. Let's see what else we got. Anything else that pops up? No, it looks like that might be the bulk of it. I'm sure there's some more that we're going to miss, but looks like another pretty uh, fun week.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah. More comics. Oh, uh the uh T M N T best of Michelangelo issue is coming out.
1: Oh nice. Oh nice.
0: Yeah, looking well, forward to talking about this stuff next week. So uh tune in next week when we talk about last week's comics, which are currently this week's comics. Um <laughs> Yeah, also uh this Saturday, um the new season of Dueling Genre Verses is is premiering um we're doing batman the animated series so a good reason to join our patreon subscribers because that is an exclusive to patreon listeners we
2: have a takeover yeah.
1: episode find that in the uh uh episode description down yeah in the I'll,
0: I'll i'll give you a link to how to become a patreon subscriber also i'll give you a link to our discord channel so you can uh, you know bug us so yeah so, uh, support your local comic shop. Get out there, buy some comics. Um, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Talesman Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.